A hunt for vengeance often leads to the darkest back alleys. But unexpected connections can be precisely what we need. Secrets wisp through the air like vapor while you're just hoping to catch your breath. Welcome to Metra. Zara had scoured the feeds to find any scraps of data on this Nick Buck. In the pub feeds, there were a few different Nick Bucks, but none of them seemed like the type she was looking for. There was a former mind erasure doctor who had apparently done the work on Prime Minister Sampson after his wife had been assassinated. There was an old radio host from back in the late 1900s. And some guy who helped invent a type of synth wine that caused a bunch of people to asphyxiate that ended up getting revenge murdered in prison. A pretty diverse selection. She did find a few crumbs on the dark feeds. There were mentions of a ghoul hunter taking out nearly a hundred ghouls out near Kresh before the quarantine specialist showed up and someone in the comments asked if it was Nick Buck. There were a few other instances of someone asking questions about him in a similar way that remained publicly unanswered. What she got from the stories is he killed a lot of ghouls and didn't seem particularly torn up about it. He really seemed like he was quite good, possibly even the best human exterminator around. Not an assassin, that's for the living. He's an exterminator for the kind of existence between life and nothing that the ghouls were trapped in. If the best ghoul hunter in the country was out there, Zara had a feeling he would want his story told. He might not want his name published, but the recognition, the acknowledgement of a legacy, all that sentimental type bullshit people try to be humble enough to not care about, not when you're good, and certainly not when you're the best. The legend is often the whole reason people get so good at the things they do. He might not even entertain the idea, but Zara had a feeling he'd bite. She flirted with signaling the feed ID to the number Andrea had given her, but there was a bit of danger that made it hard for Zara to commit. She felt like she was in a sticky situation plenty of times. It was part of the job, but nothing had given her the drop in the back of her gut the way this whole concept did. People hunting people for sport or money or thrills, that was brand new territory. These hunters, the ones in the story she couldn't seem to stop doom scrolling, didn't see the ghouls as people. They saw them as fiends, monsters of an undead stripe. And maybe they were right. Maybe a swift death was the sweetest mercy we could offer. But the hunters seemed to relish in it with a particularly violent vibrato. She needed to switch compounds. One of the molecules in the last tab she snorted must have gotten her extra worked up. She was looking for something to cool down her system, help her chill out, and put her brain on ice, but... Here she was, scouring every feed and story she could, reading gruesome anecdotes of people hero-worshipping these ghoul killers. She turned off the purple drip she'd bought off some kid in Leadville Park and screwed some fairy drip into her upper spinal port. This was some of the best chem on the black market, and she had easy access thanks to a source from an old story about increased chem use in suburban families. The fairy drip caused her head to tingle like it was floating on a bed of sparkling drizzle. The uppermost layer of her skin danced with ice-cold pinpricks that felt like fairy dust cast with wild disregard, dazzling across her being. There was a bit of an unexpected side effect, as mixing the fairy drip so quickly with the purple drip seemed to have kept Zara's focus while also calming her down. She pulled up the feed ID and sent a ping to the blank account she assumed was Nick Buck. It said, I want to tell your story. 
not in the shadows, on my feed, on your terms. Interested? I can pay. She hadn't made a habit of paying her sources for information, but it was no secret that a few credits could grease just about any gear you came across. Plus, the money was one of the main reasons these hunters did what they do. Even though Nick seemed to treat his work like a passion project, but also, she was just making assumptions. Maybe she was reading way too much into the feeds, and he was just another guy looking to do a job and bank some credits. No point in worrying about all that now. She'd either learn more if he replied, or she wouldn't. Taylor's face burned itself onto her mind like an old monitor that was stuck on an image too long. A skeletal mirage of gnashing teeth and tearing flesh. Zara had begun to cry at some point, but she couldn't quite remember when that had started. Did she cry while she sent her message? Had, had she always been crying? Now that she was aware of the tears, it was the singular thing consuming her mind, these wet, round invaders leaving their trails and betraying her resolve. She turned the dial on her fairy drip, and the faded bones of her lost love turned to dust and washed away with the tide. She had no clue what time it was when her private tab pinged. The windows were set to maximum tint, and at some point she had disabled all the clock faces. Her tablet had been unplugged and left across the room, but the battery must have still had charge because the ping came through on her auto-reader. Zara was sure it was going to be Nick Buck ready to give her all the juice on the hunter trade, but it was just her mom checking in. She'd been avoiding that calm, if nothing else, because her mom could always tell when she was cranking Kim harder than she should. She deleted the ping and finished the last five cans of beer, the real stuff, she'd had in the back of the fridge. She decided it was best not to check the time. This wasn't her first trip down a Kim Hall. During the first week without Taylor, she didn't eat for about five days. She figured this had probably only been a day and a half, but she was hungry and crushed a large block of regulated cheese substitute and some spicy noodles before falling onto the couch and swallowing two pills that the guy who'd sold them to her lovingly called coma babies. Sounded kind of cute, honestly. The next time Zara woke up, there was the shadow of a man sitting in the chair across the room eating a bag of protein jerky. She wasn't expecting company, but she also wasn't completely certain she had company. She didn't even know if she was awake, but the red-hot lightning shooting across her brain sure felt real. She poured the last drops of synth vodka into her gaping mouth, which was turned towards the ceiling, and coughed and hacked like she had something clogging her sinuses that was on the edge of clearing out. You real? She asked through her sleep-tightened throat. I think so, the man replied. He flicked on a lamp that was near him, and Zara covered her face like a creature of the night cowering from the sun. Her eyes adjusted, and she saw a muscular black man with pretty broad shoulders covered in a light gray denim jacket. His hair was short with a hairline he kept tight and a thin goatee. On the left sleeve of his jacket, there were hundreds, maybe even thousands, of little red ticks done in marker looked almost like how an inmate would tally the days on their jail cell wall. You, Zara? I'm guessing you already know the answer to that, Zara replied. She figured if this guy was planning to kill her, he'd have done it already. She went into the kitchen and got a glass of water and popped up a temporary partition so she could put a bra on. You Nick Buck? Just call me Buck. Not a fan of the full name treatment, Buck replied. Kind of a shithole unit for someone with such a big feed. Yeah, well, Taylor liked the view. Zara pushed the button on her coffee replicator and tried to get her head clear. Oh, the view you have blocked out, Buck half mumbled. 
He stood from the chair and dialed up the opacity on the windows. The night sky was bright with the ground-level stars of industrialism. You couldn't see a real star in most city skies anymore, but sometimes people talked about the night sky out on the condensation farms to the west. What day is it, Zara asked, a bit thrown off by seeing the night outside. The time variation stacked with an influx of memories looking out over the city with Taylor was not doing her straggling Kim side effects any favors. You messaged me three days ago, Buck replied. I used to have a cousin that lived in the building across from here. He is a bit of a junkie, too. He pointed in the direction of the building a few blocks over and said, I can't really remember which one. It might have been the one with that blanket in the window, maybe. I'm not really a junkie, Zara chirped back. I'm just having a really bad month. Hey, I didn't come here to argue or insult you, but if you want help or if you want the purest shit in the city, let me know. I like it when people owe me a favor, Buck said back. Anyway, you said you could tell my story, and after initially thinking it was the dumbest thing anyone had ever said to me, I figured it is a pretty good story, so maybe we can just scrub my name and I give you all the juicy details. You'll, you'll probably pop the feeds before they can completely shut you down. I don't really give a fuck if they shut me down anymore, Zara said, finishing her cup of coffee. Nothing left to lose, love that, Buck said. He sat back in the chair and set his right foot on the left knee. The bottom of his boot had trapped a few stray pieces of gravel. You got questions or am I supposed to just start talking? Can I record this? Zara asked more as a formality. Audio only, Buck answered. Zara clicked the audio record on her ear sensor and sat back on the couch across from him, the haze of Kim still blurring her perceptions. Let's start from the beginning then, Zara began. The first time you ever killed a ghoul. What was that like? Horrifying would be the one way I'd describe it. I was only 12, and this was around the time the major hypothesis was that GH was easier to spread sexually. Of course, that didn't pan out, just like the rest of the theories they kept trying to get us to buy into, but it did tear my mom to shreds. You see, my pops worked for one of the major corp towers in the market sector. One day we get the call, he'd been quarantined and handled, as they called it back then. It was him, his secretary, and two other female co-workers. This sends my mom down a spiral. She thinks her entire marriage must have been a scam. If Pops had the hunger, then it clearly happened because he'd been fucking around with these ladies. After all, that's what the government said, and who doesn't put their undying faith in the word of the government? Fuck, what do I know? Maybe my dad was somehow a secret player. We moved after that. We had to get a smaller unit because the health scams never covered GH, and without Pop's corp credits coming in at the end of each day, life got real pretty damn quick. Mom was too depressed to function, so I start hustling for credits. Any little things I could help do for people, you know? I'd run something between people. I'd try to help them fix stuff, and when I got a little bigger and a little older, older you know, I started to work as muscle when I needed to. The usual gig for kids on the streets. The ones lucky enough to get it, anyway. One day, I come home, and I hear the scream. I assume somehow a ghoul had broken in and was trying to feast on Mom, but nah. Mom launched herself at me with those dead black eyes. I'd seen her that same day, but that shit works fast. Looks like a skeleton with some muscles glued on just trying to pretend she was still human. I came to terms real fast with the idea that I was about to be a self-made orphan, but if I didn't act, I was going to be a goner too, so 
I gave this beast that had stolen my mom's body a quick overhead flip and stomped her head like a grape. Felt kind of like when you crush a bug in your hand, how the uh, exoskeleton pops and releases all the pressure from inside. So the first person you killed was your own mother? I mean, that's got to be pretty rough, Zara replied. No, 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 you've got it all wrong. The first ghoul I killed was the one that took my mom from me. I'd killed a handful of people to make some money before that happened. This wasn't a person. This was a monster. The only part of my mom left in the beast was the bones. Killing that ghoul, that didn't feel the way murder feels. It felt like revenge. I was getting revenge on the evil that took her from me, Buck replied. If you had to guess what that evil was, uh, what would your guess be? You've been around thousands of ghouls. What do you think causes the change? Zara asked. It was hard to just sit there and not immediately ask questions about Taylor, but this was the job. More so, this was the only way she was going to get the information she needed. This guy was overly ready to talk, and he was starting to look like her key in the front door. Used to think the whole thing was demons, Buck replied. Easy to blame the invisible evil for all the things we can't explain, but I know better now. I can't tell you more about that, though. I'm here to tell you my bit, but I ain't no snitch. Might know a couple of snakes that'll lead you to that info, though. I get it, Zara replied. So, so for you, ghouls aren't human. You made that fairly clear. When would you say that they lose their humanity? Would thinking of them as the people they once were make your job harder to do? No way, Buck didn't hesitate to answer. That makes the whole thing much easier. These used to be people. Part of their families and communities. You think they want to put everyone else at risk? Fuck that. These people would thank me for saving their dignity if they could. They would beg me to end it before it started. I'm not killing people when I end a ghoul. I'm saving them from the disease and from themselves. And these red marks on your sleeves, Zara inquired, are, are, are these counting the number of people you've saved, as you like to put it? More or less, Buck replied. I'm marked to remember. I remember every face I can. I count the faces at night when I go to bed. Don't take something I see as a memorial as me being cocky or something. That ain't it. I remember these faces because a lot of times there's no one left who can. Buck made it sound like he was pretty sure of himself and his actions, and to be fair, Zara could see some of the points he was trying to make. Maybe he was right, and he was offering a service most people were too afraid to perform. There was still a slight hesitance hidden in his words, but... The dude had to kill his own mom. Trying to tear down the walls of the conceit he'd built to protect himself from those thoughts seemed counterproductive. She just had to keep talking and see what all she could get out of him. Please don't take these questions as judging. I just want to make sure I understand as much about you as possible, Zara said. Well, maybe you should come to the next hunt with me, Buck said. Heading outside the city walls to a small protein farm. They missed their last shipment and the truck never came back got a call. Seems like the owner's the last one left and needs a clean sweep. I'll pick you up here in the morning. Don't kim out too hard. The sun is super bright outside the city, and if your optical calibrations are fucked, your eyes will burn up right inside your skull. <laughs> I mean, what? Zara could barely hold in her surprise at the suggestion. Why in the world would I do that? You said you wanted to tell the story, lady, Nick Buck replied with casual nonchalance. You want to tell this story right? Come see it firsthand. 
The hunt for Nick Buck ended with him sitting on her couch, and now he was going to take her out on a real hunt. Sure, it was scary, but she was already trying to slowly kill herself in her unit, so what was there to really be scared of? Even if it was an assassination setup, at least her mom wouldn't have to pay her building a cleaning fee. Buck could just dump her outside the city and let her rot in the sun. Sounded kind of peaceful, honestly.